0: no soldiers in Zeon, so we are certain to be victorious in this war! Scoopula. Scoop. 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 Holy sc- sca- sca- scapula. Holy scat master. You ready to... Sorry. Are you ready to do this interview?
1: <laughs> are, are you ready to do this interview? <laughs> no. I don't think my mouse is ready to do this interview. It, it didn't want to grab my, uh, my, my notepad, doc. Oh. Or, um, you know. Oh, well. You know. It's, it, it is what it is. I'm not even going to worry about doing an intro. We'll, we'll deal with that later.
0: We'll I just did the intro. Yeah, I mean... You didn't hear it? Oh no, I didn't. My 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 headset malfunctioned. Oh, yeah, that's why I couldn't hear your clap earlier.
1: Uh, maybe that's it. Your 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 headset was fucking up. My headset was fucking up. No one no one knew it was happening.
0: You feel kind of bad that no one asked you a question. No, <laughs> I think it'd be really weird if someone asked me a question. I was kind of halfway expecting it.
1: I, if if anyone was going to ask it, it was going to be Shadow. Shadow or like Jason.
0: Maybe, yeah, it makes sense that a lot of the our patrons didn't uh, ask questions because they ask us questions all the time in the actual discord, which is a good reason for people to join. You know, the Patreon, (coughs) honestly, (coughs) shameless,
1: shameless plug. Um. (laughs) 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 What's funny is actually like a couple uh, a couple of the questions do come from the patrons. Oh, um, well, we'll just ignore those.
0: <laughs> they had their chance.
1: Uh, so, so, sorry, Ulfric. Sorry, Siege. Uh, your questions are getting tossed. Um, Justin, Jason, get fucked. And same with you, Shadow. As it should be. As it should be. Well, I, I guess we'll get this thing started. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. So your first one's coming in from Twitter, actually. Uh, username, Ek- Ekno the Nito. Is there one thing that you left on the cutting room floor that you wish you could have kept into an
0: episode? Fuck, I actually saw that question, and I remember thinking, like, man, I need to think about that one beforehand. And then I didn't. <laughs> Next question. No, I'm well, just kidding. Well, I mean, you had a situation today, actually, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's there's things that Adam wish I kept in. Adam wishes I would keep all of the explanations that he has on, like, the rules and the systems and explaining stuff. But to me that stuff's really boring. So I always cut it. So now I'm glad I'm glad that stuff's on the editing room floor never to be picked up again unless someone asks for it. <laughs> but um I think there's some jokes that Matt says that I wish I could keep for myself <laughs> as blackmail. <laughs> but that's that's about it, really. Everything else, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy it gets tossed, and doesn't make it into the final cut. Have you ever sat down and thought about just making a, a super cut, basically of all the stuff
1: you've cut from Matt, and it not be the ASMR stuff, but just being the jokes that you had to take from him?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It used to be a running joke in the beginning. Like, if Matt ever pissed me off, I'd be like, "I'm releasing that super cut. Jesus. I'm putting it out there." If you don't, if you don't, I don't know, adjust your mic. If you don't just fucking adjust your mic, Matt, I'm gonna put out your supercut on Twitter, and you're gonna be fucked. But uh, yeah, I okay. didn't, and I don't have it. That supercut do- doesn't exist for for legal reasons. Unless you're at the fifty dollar tier on Patreon, then it becomes unlockable. But you know,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa there's a, there's a fifty dollar tier now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay.
0: Okay. It's a, it's called Matt's
1: dirty laundry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> As terrifying as that would be as a uh, Patreon reward.
0: Yeah. Oh, is that it? Am I done? <laughs>
1: no, no. You're, you're, you're through one question. You don't, you don't get to leave that early. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. I know, right?
1: <laughs> this, is, this is what you guys get for agreeing to this shit. I didn't even know about it until I saw the Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the day that Adam made the Twitter post, he was supposed to talk. He was supposed to talk to you before he even put the Twitter out.
0: So that you could put the Facebook post out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen. No, I'm glad. I'm glad there's um ideas for bonus content that other people have and take the initiative with a little it's a little less work for me.
1: A little less you just having to burn through like all the all the different recordings and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Your next one also is going to be from Twitter. It is going to be from username Turniphead. Uh, what was your favorite moment to record?
0: Oh. Um, I liked the I like the bonus episodes. They're always the funnest to record because I think there's a lot less stress to record them. There's always this kind of feeling that they're not quite canon sometimes. So we, we could do pretty much whatever we want during them. At least they don't have a super bearing on the current plot. So, you know, if, if my character kills someone in a bonus episode that's happened in the past... And it, it just happened. <laughs> it doesn't affect me later on, usually. I guess Adam could bring some things that happen in bonus episodes and have them come back to haunt us later on. But it doesn't seem like that in the time being. The other, I think, funnest moment to record, it just kind of came natural, was when it was... I don't remember which episode it was, but me and Zach, or co-pilot and Lone Star, were at that meeting where that one general was having a PowerPoint presentation. Oh my God. Yeah. I know what you actually which one you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. That, that was really fun because it was just really stupid (laughs) and it just kept getting like stupider and stupider and it didn't seem like we were going to get out of it. And then somehow we did like Adam, let us get out of that situation. And (laughs) so that, yeah, that moment was fun too.
1: I mean, that moment led to, uh, well, I guess right before that was a uh, introduction to like you know, the, the, the fan favorite of Cav. Oh, it, yeah, the you coming pissing, back to, uh, yeah,
0: which is which is weird that, that Cav hates Holden. Like, he he pretty much warmed up to everyone except Holden. And then I think back, like, oh, yeah, he used to really hate Lone Star for pissing on him <laughs> and, and covering him in piss while he was being tortured. But now, now, kind of what we know about Cav. Don't you kind of assume like you could kind of imagine that he he enjoyed being pissed on, you know, like salt in his wounds, you know, like don't you get kind of this masochist feel from him?
1: I don't I don't know if 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 the the calf that we had then enjoyed it, but I think the calf that came out of those gladiatorial pits is the man that it would have enjoyed being pissed on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Lone Star made him what he is now. Pissing on him. Lone Star's piss turned Cav into what he is now. Or would it be would it be Copilot's piss, the, the, the new
1: type piss? Oh you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Secret space wizard
1: piss. Please for the love of God, no one make a, a fucked up drink out of that now.
0: No new type piss Ooh. that we will not be held responsible for this. Ooh, Fetty Scum cocktail recipes. That'd be a cool bonus bonus thing we could do one day. Thanks for giving me the idea.
1: Yeah, man, here for you. Now, now that we've done this, we've I've got a question for that. Who would, who
0: would you have host the Fetty scum uh, cocktail hour? Guess cat or Matt, probably Matt cat and Matt. I think that'd be a good, good hosting combo being, being tiny and mad gun. Oh my God. Tiny and mad gun. Just trying to
1: just share <laughs> the stage, do this thing together.
0: Yeah. It'd be like a, uh, Oh man, I'm liking this idea a lot. Actually they, uh you know, kind of frame it as like a Rachel Ray type cooking show, like daytime cooking show, but with Tiny and Mad Gun making your favorite Fetty scum inspired cocktails. Tweet it at them if you want to see that happen. Go on, tweet at him. Tell him, tell him right now.
1: Uh you use the hashtag uh secret space wizard piss. <laughs> Here's one from Facebook. We're we're gonna we're gonna throw it to Facebook for a second here. Facebook. Um Spacebook. <laughs> username gearbox yeah yeah see. now that i've read it out his fucking name is gearbox god damn it
0: <laughs> yeah i read his name on uh hey gearbox by the way i think he interacts with us pretty regularly on facebook but i read his uh patron name out and i never noticed it was gearbox also so now i don't know if that's his real name or if it's like his gundam name
1: i mean <laughs> i've got a friend whose legal name is blade handler um wow apparently That's his parents badass. were going to name him richard handler and i'm really glad they didn't do that to him yeah ah fuck nah that would have been funny though i
0: knew a guy named rad bolt in college that sounds like a like a like a lame superhero like a christian superhero <laughs> <laughs> or just the uh
1: someone who starts out as an antagonist in spider-man like the 90s cartoon and then somehow becomes like much larger character that's like an ally or something. I don't know. Like they're the next Venom. They eventually become the main bad guy after, like, they, their face gets fucked up or something. Oh, like uh, Lady Stark <laughs> or Sark yeah, or, yeah. Snark, or whatever the fuck her name is this time.
0: Sark. Man, Adam Adam's not the best at talking. I mean, none of us are. None of us are good at talking. And then he goes and names someone Lady Stark. It was fucked up.
1: Bad is when I went back to do the re-listen to start working on the, uh, the Fetty come timeline. He actually calls her Stark for about four episodes. Yeah, he'll go snark, Stark, Sark. So <laughs> it, it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't. Oh, yeah, but Gearbox's question um, Who is best girl in, uh, in, in Fetty's Come? Who is best girl? Oof. And why is it Ras Marco?
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll say Ras Marco. He is the loveliest girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I kind of feel inclined to say tiny. Because I have, I don't know. I feel like I have to for reasons, but um...
1: <laughs> that was a, this I, is a I, safe space. If 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 Cat is threatening you with a kitchen knife right now, please blink twice. You blinked four times. I don't know what that means. Ah
0: oh, shit! shit. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Um, I'll I'll do NPCs out of out of all the all of Adams NPCs. Kind of like Sark. Not gonna lie. Something that about that. Uh, you know. Evil comedic relief girl. Kind of kind of cool. Only thing... I was talking to Adam about this last night, actually. I'm like, people probably actually like, you know, the Dami vibes, mommy vibes that Sark gives off. But there's no way you could escape thinking of Adam's voice <laughs> when thinking of her, you know? No, not at all. So, you know, it's hard to say Sark... Because all I could think of is Adam also. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be my answer. Sark. Really aside from uh, Lady
1: Sark and Cat, there's not a whole lot of, uh, not really a whole lot of females on the show. NPC yeah. or
0: otherwise. Well, at least not um main, main characters, and yeah. especially compared to male NPCs. You know, there was Godfrey and Darty, and... Um, I don't know. I could see I could see people liking a lot of Adams NPCs. I do miss Doherty. Adam does a good job characterizing uh, female characters. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why.
1: You just you, you you take those words and just use them however you will. Um, this is another one from Twitter. This one comes in from Captain Ganymede. If your character could go back in time and warn your past self about something, what would it be? Well, I'm one of the lucky
0: cast members to have two characters. Yes, you are. So, um, I think, I think co would, uh, you know, he died for a reason, so he probably wouldn't change the way he died, but he'd probably tell himself to go back and spend more time with Lone Star, some, some lame shit like that. Holden, I think he would go, he would tell his past self probably not to do it. Not, not to, not to go on this adventure because he is kind of in a fucked up spot where he has no loyalty to anyone at the moment he's he's cut off from zeon because his only contact really was Garma, who's now dead yep and i don't think you know he's quite developed a bond with the fetty scum crew yeah it's kind of it's kind of in a shit place but he's also too stupid to realize he's in a shit place at least the full extent of what it it means like to be where he is with uh with with Holden, um, do you ever find yourself kind of uh, f-
1: forgetting that you're supposed to be this uh this big double agent?
0: Yeah, all the time. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> 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 I think for, I think Fern, Ferdinand sleeps is a better um or not Ferdinand sleeps. Fuck Seymour naps. I think Seymour naps is a better double agent than <laughs> than Holden. Backs. A uh, cool side note is a lot of the. A lot of the cast members don't listen to the episodes. So I don't think they know that Holden Bax is a double agent. Other than Kat. Cat knows because, you know, we live together and I tell her. <laughs> but I don't think especially Matt and Fern know that Holden Bax is a double agent. And I'm spe- especially not doing a good job making it seem like I'm a double agent. So I feel like at some point... Furrin might have
1: known, but he might have forgotten
0: now. Yeah. There was there's some good stuff at the beginning where Adam kind of made me more suspicious. I think, especially in these later episodes that we've been recording, I have been purposely trying to put keep it in the back of my mind that, oh yeah, I'm a double agent. I need to I need to kind of figure out what Holden would actually do in this situation because he is kind of fucked and all I ever come up with is just dumb shit like shit in his pants and <laughs> <laughs> the IBS uh, and all that but yeah you know, that's that's the whole I dug so uh, I'll just stay in it <laughs> i mean fair
1: fair it it would have been hilarious though had you had you managed to keep it from from cat the entire time that you oh, were yeah. a double agent and then just to have that reveal like i would would have paid money to just have a camera like
0: watching Cat's face to hear the moment that that happens, just to see. Yeah, that would have been fun. I, I think Adam is eventually going to throw me into some shit where it matters more what I do. Then, then we'll actually see Holden Bax's character uh, develop. Maybe, maybe that might be fun. Maybe <laughs> if I could pull it off. I, but I mean, I didn't think Copilot would ever develop until Adam like you know, started throwing me some bones. And then I feel like he developed in a pretty good way with his mom and becoming a new type and all that bullshit. So maybe Adam could fix this situation too. <laughs> I
1: still laugh that Copilot ended up being the, the new type and like, Oh yeah. The amount of
0: the patrons that were calling it from almost day one, Adam really didn't want anyone to be a new type. He said like, I'm going to make it really hard to be a new type. So impossibly hard. I think you were supposed to roll like, three or four snake eyes in a row. Like if you, (laughs) you know, something really impossible, if you did that and we were also probably not actually keeping track of our roles in that way. But when Adam approached me about having co-pilot be the one who got killed, I think that was when he allowed him to become a new type. It's like, yeah, he's going to die. I'll let him be a new type. Might as well. Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, his death
1: like ignited the fan base. Like, that was, a, that was a huge moment for a lot of us. I was in the drive-thru because I just got, I think I was still in Florida at that point before I went back to Washington. I'm in the drive-thru at a fucking Starbucks, bawling my eyes out because I just listened to the death of co-pilot.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, that scene was cool, too. Like, it sounded like Zach was going to die. Everyone's assuming someone's going to die. It felt like Zach was going to die. And then it turned out to be co-pilot. I don't know. It was. It it played out kind of better than we expected. That's that's switcheroo with lethal. It really was. Yeah, glad glad. I think I think uh Adam really wanted something like that to happen in the series. Adam really likes uh pissing fans off, making them sad, making impactful moments. And with Fetty Scum, it's kind of such a ridiculous story that you would probably start listening and never, never expect anything actually emotionally impactful to happen. Because I remember Tiny's story arc where she's like having a deal with her brother Reggie and kind of having flashbacks of her family. That was really emotional. And I was like, man, people aren't going to expect this shit. And then when uh, uh, Haddock, when he died, like that was a little, a little bit impactful. I, I mean, he was only there for three episodes, but I think people really connected with him for those three episodes. His, his death was kind of one of those that we saw coming, or at least I, I feel like I
1: saw coming, but I wasn't watching or listening to the episodes in the same pace everyone else was. Because I think I came in another four months down the road from when those episodes were recorded. So it was just like back
0: to back to back. Yeah, I guess it would be a little different binging the episodes it's like oh new guy oh he's dead (laughs) it would be really really fast where we we had a you know we had about a month and a half to meld with fern being in the group and it's you know he works so well that's really one of the reasons why we made him a full cast member later on because it's like i mean he's that that was fun it was fun having him uh, in, in the episodes and we only had him for three episodes.
1: It's like I don't think I can imagine Fetty Scum in like its current state without Fern being there with you guys. Yeah, definitely. He he definitely melds like super well with all you guys. I honestly thought like all of y'all had known each other IRL like even Fern like being growing up in Bama or something thought he was just like <laughs> the random like German kid that moved to Bama for whatever reason had the culture shock and just you guys were around him 24-7
0: which I guess him and Adam been friends for a long time on the internet so they it's like it's like that friend who is really good friends with the guy who you're really good friends with and then you meet for the first time and it just clicks really fast yeah because we all really we all know how to rip on Adam Pretty, pretty effectively. So we all have that in common.
1: I was like, I guess that is your 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 common bond. Your your
0: mutual not so much enemy, just punching bag. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We all have a common punching bag, a common couch cushion that we could piss on and shit on all uh, any moment of any day. In fact, it's pro- shitting on Adam is probably like ninety five percent of the humor that comes from the podcast. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> so it just, just, uh, it just works.
1: <laughs> it works so good, though. All right, so your next one's all gonna be from Twitter again. Uh, username Xe Delta. Have you guys ever thought of doing any kind of live recording on Twitch? Um, like, because a lot of podcasts have like moved to where they've kind of done you get to see like face to face thing as it's happening, and then a super cut where like the actual cut goes to Spotify or wherever else. Oh
0: yeah, no, no, we thought we we decided from the beginning that Fetty Scum isn't fun before editing <laughs> it's it's long it's frustrating i mean we we have fun doing it but it's it's not as entertaining and you know adam adam's getting into streaming and he seems to like it but i I can't see us getting into the live podcast realm because i know there's that new service called stereo and Twitter starting to do something similar with that, where it's it's kind of like, you know, tune in and just listen to these people talk. And uh, yeah, I think Dead Set Media and the many projects we come up with and never make, I think eventually we could make something that works in that format, but I don't think Fetty Scum would ever work in that kind of style. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: like. <laughs> I think it would also add like another level of, I guess, kind of like a little bit of performance anxiety slash stress to you guys yeah, doing like, the uh, the actual episode. Vice like it when you guys record it because like I've I've had the lucky opportunity of like the one time randomly being in your house when it happened. You just mm-hmm. kind of seem like a bunch of folks
0: just sitting down, chilling, having a, having a beer, and just having a discussion. Yeah, yeah, not not a lot of expectation comes from our recordings maybe in the beginning but now it's we just sit down have a good time and we always have something kind of to work with once we're done and we're pretty lucky for that i think the the way our humor works is we're we're throwing shit at a wall to see if if, what sticks (laughs) and so there's there's so many bad jokes that get cut just things that don't make sense, things that are out of context or referring back to something that didn't get recorded. And yeah, I don't think anyone wants to hear all that, (laughs) all the bad jokes we make that don't, that aren't funny or don't make sense. Fair
1: enough. Next one from Twitter username. I'm your stepladder. It's it's a great name. (laughs) Really is a great name. (laughs) Um, who do you feel you synergize best with on the podcast? Oh, fuck. When I ask this, also as a side side question, not just as who who does Dallas synergize best with, but who does Holden synergize with? You think?
0: Thanks for adding that extra bit. That makes the question a little bit easier. Yeah, because uh, you know, I think as a person, I I interact with everyone in the podcast pretty equally. We're all pretty comfortable with each other at this point. Um, but I think. The easiest to roleplay with as Holden backs is Zach, obviously. Yeah. I think uh, Holden and Lone Star's character, like co-pilot and Lone Star's character, just, uh, it's like fucking Beavis and Butthead, you know? You just, <laughs> it's easy to fall into that dynamic. Me and Zach's been in that dynamic Friendship wise for like the past 12 years. So (laughs) it's, there's no effort there. Um, second easiest person to role play with. I think lately has been tiny. I feel like tiny and Holden have been kind of falling into a good character dynamic and it's been, it's been kind of getting easier to, uh, role play with cat's character. Gotcha. Um, this one's actually from siege. Um,
1: he has it via Twitter. So I, I guess I'm going to give his real his, his his full Twitter handle out of Siege fault. Do you know if it's yeah. if it's siege or if it's siege? Huh. I guess it is
0: siege, right? I don't know. Like siege. Cuz it, it's, it's like a siege weapon. But, yeah, well we mentioned we called him siege in one episode once. I think. I, th- we I think you to did. Them. Yeah, so we'll just go with that. If first if we're still wrong Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I know somewhere his eyebrows are just
1: raised right now because we've had this discussion of his name. Like you guys have had me for how long? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to split this one because it. since since once again, you you are the person who's played uh, two separate characters. You and you and Fern have that have had that fun. The luxury of dying. The luxury of dying. Yes. The 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 final fantasy of the millennial generation. Yeah. If your character was forced into a into cooking for Gordon Ramsey to impress him in a competition against the others from the Ghost of the Inverness, what would they cook? And do you think it would win? Uh, first up for
0: Copilot. Okay, Copilot would try to cook homemade pudding like the uh <laughs> oh you God. know, like the jello boxes, like the uh the bake the baking kind. All right. Uh, and uh He'd probably mess up reading the box and I don't think uh, he'd probably get yelled at and get really offended by it and get in an argument with Gordon Ramsay and before storming out and losing, getting disqualified from the competition. Holden Bax would like, I don't know, he'd forget to wash his hand, hands and get instantly disqualified and be like, oh,
1: uh, okay. <laughs> he wouldn't even like get the chance to start making the dish. Like you just yeah. would have dirty fucking hands tossed out.
0: It'd be, it'd be really noticeable too. Oh God. Like Pigpin? pen. It, yeah. Like he just got done. I don't know. Planning something. <laughs> His hands are <laughs> dirty as fuck. I do. I do like the thought of Gordon Ramsey yelling at every single one of our characters though. That's a cool thought.
1: Oh God. Who? This, this is adding a new part to this question. Who do you think would like have the most, Intense argument with uh, Gordon Ramsay, Mad Gun. I think they would get in
0: a fight because <laughs> Mad Gun, you know, he, he he sees himself as a chef, but he's also stubborn. So Gordon Ramsay would tell him, like, tell him he's doing something wrong, and he'd be like, "Well, fuck you," and then <laughs> probably punch him. It would it would definitely escalate to that point. Jesus. That's a good question. I like that. Yeah, I
1: I, I like that one from Siege. That one was that one was pretty solid.
0: I also want to like add if Copilot. Had
1: actually made it to the end and had made the pudding, I don't think there would be any left for Gordon Ramsay. Because I feel like yeah. Co-Pilot would end up eating all the pudding. <laughs> all right, so we've gotten through the Facebook and Twitter submissions. Now we're moving on to the ones that were DM'd to me. Ooh, oh, yeah, the spicy ones. J- Justin and Jason have a couple for you. Okay. So Justin wants to open up with, of the three characters that you've played, which is your favorite? And this is co-pilot Holden and Clayton Goolsby. Oh,
0: Goolsbee. okay. I was like, who's the third?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it threw me off when he sent me that initially. I was like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> yeah. Clayton Goolsby is the G Gundam character, by the way, which you could listen to if you join our patron at the $5 tier and up. Um, <laughs> Shame was <laughs> part two. I could fit in there. Um, I think it's Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this isn't going to make sense to people who aren't um, patrons, but yeah, Clayton's probably the funnest character I've ever played. It's like there's, n- there's no shame while playing him. I could pretty much be as pathetic as I want, but he carries all the shame that you would get from being who he is. Fat, cucked, married man whose kids don't like him. You know, things like that. I just... I love that character for some reason. <laughs> I could just be as de- like self-degrading as I want, which is humor that kind of comes easy for me. I think.
1: So Justin followed up with another question, which your answer for the first one makes this even fucking more hilarious. Which of your three characters is most like you, and why is it Clayton Goolsby? You cuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jason asks,
1: I mean, how, do, "How do I how do I say his full username? Jason Day Death- Athenry Athenry De, Day, yeah, Day Athenry,
0: Day Athenry, Jason Day Athenry.
1: Jason Day Athenry like, um, whatever happened to Lost in the
0: Brosphere? It got lost in the Brosphere. <laughs> nah, that's that's stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was I was writing it, and I'm not a writer, and. It's just, it was taken way too long. Like the actual production of it was way longer than Fetty Scum. It took a lot more effort sourcing voice actors and, you know, doing all the uh, sound design stuff. But yeah, the writing slowed me down a lot. I thought I could get an episode out per month and it probably would take me like a month just to write the script for the next episode. And so I, I kind of stopped doing it. So I would. Uh, stop making myself feel bad for taking so long to get a new episode out. Plus, there was problems with the voice actors. Like, I couldn't get a hold of some of the people I needed to play characters that were in the script, and that played the characters in past episodes. And then I had to recast them. And I was like, "That's that's dumb. If I'm if I'm gonna do another audio drama, I'm gonna make sure I like write an entire season of scripts out." right at the beginning and get it all produced at one time so that stuff doesn't happen again. That way you have plenty of time to to get everything kind of put in place. Yeah, and just take my time with it before releasing it also. and um, But, you know, I, I plan on finishing the first season one day. One day. There was, there was a couple of listeners from Fetty Scum that I knew kind of enjoyed it. So, And I, I like making it, so I think I will eventually finish at least season one.
1: I, I definitely enjoyed the uh the humor for Lost in the Brosphere and how it honestly kind of made fun of itself as it was going.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I I knew every you know, I, I'm not a writer, so I know every flaw kind of while writing. I was like, if I make fun of my writing, like in my writing, people think it's on purpose kinda, when it's really just not, I'm just bad at it. <laughs> Like, oh man, this part has too much exposition. I I'm writing this scene with too much exposition. I'll just make fun of that. People think it was on purpose. Maybe. I mean, in the end,
1: it really was on purpose, though, was it not?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I guess, I just didn't know how to write it well. Fair. Like, if I if I could write a scene without a lot of exposition, I would have. I just didn't really know how to. That's kind of the uh, benefits of writing comedy is they're kind of allowed to be bad in some ways. I think
1: like you're you're, you're not coming into it basically expecting any sort of uh, like absolute perfection. Yeah. Continuing kind of down that same line of uh, questioning, now that you've kind of got your uh, your your podcast editing service out there in the world, do you think you'd even have the time to do a, another thing like
0: uh, Lost in the Brosphere? Oh. Um. Right now, because I am working my current job, no, I don't think I would be able to take on something like a audio drama. But if I could get to a point in podcast editing where that's all I was doing, yeah, definitely. I would be making my own schedules, and I would have all the time in the world, I think. Plus, I would be at my computer. I don't know. I think time management would be better if I wasn't juggling freelance stuff and part-time job. Is that part-time job still had you driving what an like an hour each way? Hour and thirty minutes. Hour each way, and thirty yeah.
1: fucking minutes each way. Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah, and which you know, hopefully that'll settle itself out once things start opening up a little more. I'll I'll link my card site if uh, if you know if you're into podcasting and you don't like editing or you want to see if I could maybe bring your podcast up to the next level, uh, hit me up. I have, I think I have pretty affordable rates. Link in description. Join our Patreon.
1: Sure. <laughs> join, join the <laughs> Patreon. Um, cause you have currently Fetty Scum. You have the G Gundam podcast, which is still, I guess, part of Fetty Scum. You have what two, two others outside of what you actually or what you do for Fetty Scum?
0: Yeah. Two regular freelance gigs. One's Down the Hatch, which is a drinking and booze podcast. And then a, um, various board game education podcasts that I've picked up through Reddit, which luckily they they haven't gotten up with me in a while, but they'll come around every couple of months and get me to do big like a lot of work for in like a short amount of time. Oh, yeah, and we also have Hartford Boys and uh, you know other podcasts that are in production that we're trying to work on. So I'm trying to get busy as possible with podcasting, so I won't have to work a day job anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Live the uh, the dream life like Adam. Yeah,
0: I love how you like. Just hit
1: us with a hush hush moment, you motherfucker! Like, yeah, there's these other uh, these other podcasts that we're doing. You know, maybe.
0: Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, maybe or you won't. See, yeah, Don't don't reveal it until you have like 3 episodes in the pocket. That's what I start saying once Brosphere kind of stopped. <laughs> 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 I'm like, "Okay, don't don't mention podcasts until you have a couple couple of episodes ready." Cuz what with Hartford Boys, you guys had 5 episodes already ready to go before you lo- made the first launch. Yeah, Hartford Boys is no effort. No effort at all. Me and Adam will get together maybe once every three weeks and make three or four episodes, just pop them out.
1: They they've definitely... They're this ridiculous 10 to 15-minute little spurt in my day. S- sometimes I'll like taking the drive to work.
0: Yeah, it's <sighs> definitely low effort, a lot of reward. So if, if you haven't listened to Heart for Boys, just go, go and do that. I think I think you'd like it. You Listener, and if you want to see more things like that, uh, you know, the Patreon subscribe to you. Yeah, the Patreon where you could get mostly early access content right now, but also you know, bonus content like the G Gundam podcast. And next time we do a Fetty Scum bonus, which I think we're kind of due for one, so now's a good time to join. <laughs> uh, this this is how you uh, find out who Clayton Goldsby is, and th- that earlier question
1: might make sense finally. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows?
0: Man, I hope I hope everyone else's interview just uh, <laughs> shills the Patreon as much as we're doing.
1: I kind of hope none of the other interviews even <laughs> mention it.
0: Yeah, they probably won't. <laughs>
1: I feel like any, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Fern, and it's going to be in the biggest joking manner he can find.
0: Yeah, or Matt, and it's going to be promising shit that isn't actually on the Patreon. Oh, fuck. Like Uncle Matt's Cabin? Whatever happened to that shit? That's, that's, oh, a, yeah, that's a whole that's, other interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely bring that up during his interview, I think. Yeah. I think he, he's he been looking for a reason to bring it back. But, um, yeah. Is that, is that a good enough time? I didn't think we were going to get this far, I'll be honest with you. Oh. I mean, this is...
1: It's a lot more time than I thought it was gonna take. Like I I was afraid like we were gonna not be able to like hold a conversation. So the, the the final question, this comes in from the White Shadow himself. Uh directly Whoa. from the Fetty Scum Patreon Discord. How does it feel to play the actual best character in Fetty Scum?
0: Uh Who? Holden? I I, I was always under the assumption he hates Holden backs. So does he mean Holden or uh co pilot? I don't know. Or he- is he being is he being sarcastic? <laughs> I don't know. He just he's left it as that. Left it as that.
1: Okay. I don't know if it was co-pilot. I don't know if it's cuz he he is the deep in the
0: camp of nobody no death. That's true. Well, the best character is holding back. So I'll I'll admit that. And it's it's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. It's uh, you know, I wake up every day and I'm just one of the other cast members in the long run. I just, you know, i I'm just providing most of the entertainment, but <laughs> it's what it is. It's like being the white shadow. You just wake up every day and you're like better than everyone. I don't you can't can't let it go to your head. You just wake up every morning and you piss excellence, yeah, piss excellence all over the world's big milky breast. <laughs> oh my God oh well, think. Thanks for come joining in on the the Patreon Shill commercial. <laughs> this is this has been your favorite extended commercial break in this war! That's that medium.